Hey, Marie, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I am uh, doing great. So we took a week off. You weren't feeling great last week. Hopefully you're feeling a little bit better today. I am. I've, I've still got a little bit of a, a cough. Hopefully it doesn't interrupt this recording. But yeah, I'm feeling better. I, it was weird. I, I was sick for quite a while, like two weeks, which is mm. uh, really long for me. I think I just got worn down and we're going into winter. Like we're, we're getting colder here in Australia because it's the seasons right. are flipped. So there's a lot of, um, you know, flu and virus going around. Everyone I know is sick. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that feeling. Yeah, yeah. But I'm on the mend for sure. And you finally, you uh, released that feature you've been talking about for a while. So how's oh, that been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the random task feature. It did take a while, but it was kind of wrapped up in a UI change that we were, we were doing to the app as well. I'm really happy with how it turned out, like from a design and from a dev point of view. I think it's it's a little bit early to see how it's performing, but I, I would say maybe not as strong as we thought, but I want to give it a little bit more time. So it's been out for a week and we do have analytics in the app so we can see like just like button clicks, like how many people click that button. So it's kind of interesting, like the button clicks themselves haven't been as high as I thought they would be. But the qualitative response, so people emailing us, and these are people we don't know, they're not, they're not friends. They emailed us saying, oh, I love this feature. Like we've been getting mm-hmm. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a really good example of like balancing stuff because if you just look at people emailing you, you could say, hey, that's, it's going so well. Like everyone loves this. That's the <laughs> feeling I get when I read the emails. They're like, oh my God, random task. Thank you. This is great. I've been waiting for it or whatever. So that's one side of it. But then if you look at the actual clicks, like how many people actually are using it, it wasn't as high as I had hoped. It isn't as high as some of our other features, which is what I'm comparing it to. So I guess time will tell. We did do marketing around it. So we sent out a newsletter, which told our our subscriber base that we have this. We obviously put it on Twitter as well, updated the landing page. There's a lot of stuff we had to do around the actual dev and design of the feature, Right, I right. think a lot of people maybe don't see that, but there's a lot of work when, when you release something new to tell people about it. And I think maybe that's where it's falling down a little bit. Like people don't know about it. Mm. Even though we have been trying to talk about it and raise awareness, people still don't really know about it. So that could be a reason why the numbers are down, like the clicks are down. But among the people who have used it, it's been a positive response. It is one of those things though, like we need to look at it over time because I want to see, is it just something new people are trying? That's great. But the important thing is that they use it over time and it's helpful because if it's just a, let me check it out. Oh yeah, that's interesting, but I'm not going to use it. Then you need to look at it over time. So it's only been a week since we did it and we'll keep monitoring it. And the feature, the idea is that you have like your tasks listed and then it just like shuffles them up and randomizes the order. Yeah, yeah. So going back to the the problem we were trying to solve was, you know, we had a lot of customers email us saying, I find it hard to start a task. Like I'm overwhelmed and I Mm. don't want to really, like I can't decide or I just, I'm procrastinating. I just don't, I can't start. That was like the big theme that kept coming through when people contacted us. Because we ask for feature requests all the time and we ask for like, what's sort of bugging you? Like what problem are you having? And they're like, I can't start. So we're like, okay, maybe one thing we can do is kind of reduce the the friction to starting, reduce the decision-making and we'll decide for you. (laughs) So basically what we do is we take a task list, like 
So a, a customer would create their own task list. I want to do these things today. And then they hit the button that says random task. And what we do is we, we kind of cover up the task list. Like we kind of think about each task as a card and we, we flip it almost. So you can't see the, the task. You can see a pattern on the back of the task. And then it shuffles the list and then it picks one task for you. Yeah. And wrapped up in that is like a whole like, you know, sound effects and animation and colors and stuff. So we try and make it fun. Yeah, I really, I really love the vibe of it. I was telling you this before. Like it reminds yeah. me of something that you would be like it reminds me of a game I would be playing on like a Nintendo DS or something like that. Like kind of like cutesy, fun, like yeah. that kind of delightful little animation because like there's plenty of I don't know, there's plenty of other like task apps that have some way to randomize or something, but I don't think any of them do this like fun little like card shuffle like the way you've done it. And it's it's quick, so it's not like you're watching a whole movie just to like shuffle your tasks real quick, but it's just sort of something I think that gives it that extra personality that makes it fun to use, like something that makes it stand out of like, mm-hmm. I love using this app because it just brings all these little bits of joy, you know, that's that's what you want people to kind of feel using your app. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I'm really glad you you think that because... That was sort of a, a revelation I came to as I was building the animation. So our brand is, you know, by nature, the Llama Life brand is lighthearted, fun, a little quirky. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like we're, we're trying to help you do something serious, which is get through your to-do list, mm-hmm. which can be super overwhelming. But we try and take a not serious approach to doing that. So that's the brand. And I'm really kind of happy that that's the brand because it makes my my job super fun. I can get very creative in the way I make stuff or, you know, um, the person I work with as well, like when we brainstorm stuff, we're like, well, how can we make it even more fun? Like what is something <laughs> that someone hasn't done before in the productivity space that we can throw in and we kind of have license to because our brand is that way. You know, it doesn't seem awkward to be putting it into this product because right. that is the brand. Yeah, when you said like it's a little bit like a, it reminds you of a game, I had that revelation as I was building it. I was like, well, it kind of feels a bit like my um, Nintendo 3DS, like Animal Crossing kind of <laughs> vibe. And so as I was building it, I actually was like, oh, let me go, let me go fire up the old 3DS. Nice. Because I hadn't played it for a long time. And I mean, I do think, so this is Animal Crossing New Leaf. And I think that is, I mean, I'm not like a huge gamer, but I really appreciate that game. Like that is a really <laughs> well-crafted game. And some people think it's even better than, you know, New Horizons, the most recent Animal Crossing. But New Leaf's really cool. And, you know, the graphics obviously on the 3DS aren't as high res. So it has this kind of nostalgic, like retro-y feel. And I went back to that and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the vibe. This is kind of the vibe we want to go for. I'm now talking about the product in that way. Like people will say, oh, oh, there's so many productivity apps. Like what, what makes Llama Life different? And obviously there's, there's the whole thing about, you know, it helps you focus and work through a list, not just make lists. Like that's one of the unique selling points. But then I'm like, you know, the other thing is like from an aesthetic point of view, if you think about gaming, you know, obviously they have to be a gamer, but okay, if you think about gaming, like there are a lot of productivity apps that are like Halo, you know, like they're serious and, you know, they're still helping you get things done, but it's really serious and you've got hot, lots of stats and you're leveling up and stuff. And I'm like, with Llama Life, it's more like Animal Crossing New Leaf. You you still get to do stuff, but <laughs> you're kind of more relaxed and you're more just yeah. 
having fun and everything looks kind of cutesy and fun. And the person I said that to, they were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yes, I get it. I get it now. And I'm like, great. Oh, that's the way we're going to pitch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like you want, you're, you're trying to embody like that idea of like calm, uh, casual, com- like a comfort app kind of in a way our comfort, comfort core or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's been, you know, that's kind of what we've been working on and I'm really happy with how it turned out, but you know, that's just the start. We, we need to see how it's performing. That's kind of the next mm-hmm. uh, stage. And yeah, what else did we do? We did a couple of UI changes. Oh, I, we did this button. We put this new button in the app called nothing, which was kind of a joke again, kind of fitting <laughs> with the brand. Uh-huh. So what happened was we made a couple of UI changes and there's a feature in Llama Life called like color me and it just colors the whole app. Like you can put themes into the app and that button for color me moved. And so we thought, well, maybe in order to tell our, our audience, like where it moved to, we'll put another button where the color me button used to be. And we'll just call that new button like nothing. So it's literally in the app. Mm-hmm. And I guess... This is the fun thing about having your own product. You don't need to get approval from anyone <laughs> to put a button called nothing in your app. It literally says nothing. That sounds like the sort of thing that I'll be in a meeting and hear somebody joke about doing that. And then I'll never actually go into the app because yeah, you can't do that. You but can't you get can approval. just do that. <laughs> you just do that. And so, yeah. so we have a button in our app called nothing. And next to the nothing button, there's a pizza emoji. And again, <laughs> I don't know why we picked a pizza. It just seemed kind of dumb and like fun. So we're like, yeah, pizza. So what happens is when you click the nothing button, it starts cycling through, like the button name starts cycling through like different, just different texts. Like the button name keeps changing from nothing to the next thing to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And we, we're basically using that to tell people, hey, if you're looking for the colors feature, because that's where it used to be, mm-hmm. it's moved. And so as you click it, it starts to tell you the color feature has moved and it tells you where it's moved to. But then if you keep clicking it, it just like goes down a rabbit hole of just silly things. Like it'll say, oh, are you still here? Hi, what are you doing? Maybe you should be working. And then it starts cracking jokes and it's really dumb, but I had fun doing it. It was like, (laughs) it just took a couple of hours. I was like, oh yeah, let's just put it in whatever. But it's been clicked over 3000 times (laughs) in six days. That's awesome. Is the plan for it to be like, is it basically kind of like a temporary placeholder to like tell people about you move the color and then maybe you'll mm-hmm. remove it or put something else yeah important yeah there yeah it's temp i think it's temporary so i guess the other thing is like from a, a design perspective it was about balance as well so there yeah. are, there are basically four buttons at the bottom of the app and when we removed the color button there were like three buttons like two on one side and one on the other so visually there was a there was a gap yeah, and so yeah, we're yeah. also kind of like well, maybe we just fill the gap so it looks good. <laughs> and then we're like, let's fill it with nothing. And then and let's actually use it to perform an action for us, which is to tell people, you know, make make it useful. Tell people that something's moved. And Right, right. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe it just stays as nothing and we use that as a little joke Easter egg kind of corner of, of the app and we change it every now and again. I, I don't know. <laughs> Nice. We, I love it. I love that, that you, yeah, yeah, I love that you can do whatever and you do, but you embrace the fact that you can kind of do, you know, just embrace the silliness uh, every once in a while and kind of have that personality for Llama Life. Yeah. Yeah. Very fortunate. I'm <laughs> somebody on Twitter asked like, 
what's the best job you've ever had? And my reply straight away was like, the job I'm doing now, I love it. I seriously <laughs> love doing what I'm doing. And there's mm-hmm. this aspect of creativity and just, I don't know, openness, like to do whatever you want. And at the same time, like there's a challenge, which is to grow the business, make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. It kind of just ticks all the boxes for me and get to work with smart people. And yeah, like everything's everything's good, you know. <laughs> Not saying it's easy. It's still very hard. Right. But it's still it's, work. It's still work. Yeah. But I, lo- I, it's not work work. Like I, on Monday, I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, in corporate, it was a bit more, oh, it's Monday. Right. Damn it. <laughs> but now I'm like, it's Monday. What are we going to do this week? And I mean, I work on the weekends too sometimes, but it doesn't feel like work. So it's fine. Nice. nice. How about you? What's been happening in, in your world? Yeah. So I've been, I think I mentioned it before. I've been working on another app with a buddy of mine. And it's the sort of thing where, you know, similar to like Llama Life, like there are plenty of other apps in this space, like the kind of thing that we're that uh, we're working on. And so we're right now we're kind of still working on the basics, like just setting up the structure for it to be usable. But there's a lot of time that like mental energy I'm putting into just sort of thinking about like what is going to be different about our app? Because I know there there are some things I know because I've tried those apps and I was like, this isn't the solution for me. That's partly why we're building our own thing. But I'm trying to think also about just a lot of those things that you were talking, you know, that Llama Life has, like that has a personality, that it's, you know, unique and kind of that calm, uh, comfort sort of vibe is definitely what I'm going for because I think, you know, any sort of product that I would build is going to be, you know, the goal is for other people with ADHD to also benefit from it. Like that's a lot of the people who I talk to. And so that's, I expect them to also be benefiting and enjoying this app. So that already sort of sets a bit of a tone for an app that I'm going to build. Cause I'm not going to do things that, you know, just some other apps would do that don't make sense for people with ADHD. I, I love that because I mean, similar to, to Llama Life, it sounds like you are solving, you're attempting to solve a problem that is very personal to you. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best way because you're so deeply attached to the problem. And and obviously other people can experience that problem slightly differently. So you still want to get feedback and stuff. Right. But I've had people tell me this too, like, like you seem to come up with features that really fit. And I'm like, yeah, I just come up with features that I want as well, like <laughs> right. for myself. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, I still want to test that, but the, the origin of it, like the origin of the idea for a feature or a solution to somebody's problem is very natural because I also experienced the problem in, in some shape or form. So mm-hmm. idea generation is not really an issue for Llama Life. We get a lot of feedback from customers, but we also just naturally come up with stuff like this. And, and it sounds yeah. like that's kind of, you know, what, the thing that you're building, it sounds like it's a similar sort of theme that you experience this so deeply that you, well, first of all, you, you'd be, you're passionate about it because it's a problem you have. And then you know it so well that you can create around that. Yeah. Like I'm really excited to get to the point where it's live. Cause right now it's all just like local dev still. I'm really excited once we get to the point where it's live and I can use it. And then I, it's just going to be like using the app will be idea generation automatically. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I, I, I can feel in me that I need this feature. Like this would really help. And like that kind of, yeah, just using the app is going to make me make the app even better. And so mm. I'm really excited to kind of see 
where all that goes. And I know I'm kind of like being like sort of evasive, like not talking about what the app is. I, I'm hoping we'll have a beta soon where like we're pushing, we can kind of see that coming up hopefully in the next, I don't know, a couple months or something. And so once we have a place for people to maybe sign up or something, then I'll probably dive more into it. Are you doing the, the dev and the design? No, so I I'm doing more the front end side. So I have I have a buddy that he's more back end developer. So he's doing most of kind of the fun. There's definitely overlap, uh, but he's mm. doing most like the back end functionality and stuff. And then I'm working on the design itself, and then just some of the other like front end interactions and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So that's exciting because you're 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 <laughs> you're really good at design. Like I think you. Oh, thanks. You kind of have um. There's a cohesiveness about the stuff that you do too. Like even on Twitter, like you look at your profile, you can tell you've put thought into how it all comes together. So design is not just how, design is not just a graphic, right? Like the design for me is like how everything fits together, the image, the text, the, the, the logos, you know, you've, I can see it in your work. Like it's cohesive. When I look at your stuff, I'm like cohesive. It fits, it's, it works together mm-hmm. is kind of what I always think. And I do think that's a differentiator as well. Like if you're talking about a product in a certain space that did you say before it's a space where it's kind of competitive, like a bit like Llama Life where it's productivity. Yeah, like probably not as much as Llama Life. Like the to-do yeah. space is just like wild. But yeah, there's yeah. definitely there's you know, there there's a few big well known products okay, in okay. our space. Yeah. Yeah. But I really think design and, and user experience is a is a way you can stand out. Yeah. I really for sure. do. And also brand tone, like how someone feels when they're using your app. Mm-hmm. is something I don't see people talking about, but that whole feeling is a differentiator. Like if your app can make me feel a certain way and still functionally perform what I need it to do and I feel a different way using somebody else's app that isn't as good, I mean, obviously, like no-brainer, like which one I'm going to choose, right? So <laughs> right. I think if you can design for feeling, like that's super powerful and, and that's what we try to do as well. Like we design for feeling. Like I'll send it over to the person I work with and I go, do you feel anything? <laughs> this is what happened with the random feature. Like, do you feel anything? And she was like, actually, this is making me feel overwhelmed at, at one point. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's big because she doesn't have ADHD. So mm-hmm. the fact that she's overwhelmed, like, oh, if someone with ADHD saw it, maybe they would feel overwhelmed as well. And this is the thing where I'm like, I wasn't feeling that overwhelmed. So it's like you have to always remember, like, your experience is not – exactly the same as someone else's and yeah it's so important to check it like even though I'm yeah. so close to the problem like you have to check it because and she was right she was right so like I changed it and then she said oh, I feel better <laughs> and then I sent it to someone else and they're like yeah I feel good I think it was something to do with like the number of times it was um shuffling as well mm. the way it looked the speed the vibe is so important for all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah people I don't know if people realize like there's so much that goes behind the scenes. Like, yeah, even just the speed of it, the mm-hmm. speed of it, the sound, how loud the sound is, like how abrasive a sound could be. And we went through like a ton of different sounds as well. And we ended up choosing sounds that, you know, were, were, were pretty funny, but there were some also that were like, that's too far. <laughs> like it's too, it's, it's too, it's too silly. Like it goes too far the other way. And yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, no, you know, got to dial it back <laughs> a little bit. There's a line, mm. there's, there's still a line. Anyway, it's fun. Design's <laughs> great. Like design is a differentiator. If 
you can yeah, nail it. For sure. And that's definitely something I'm trying to, that I want. And the same thing with like you're saying that getting other people's feedback and stuff, we're definitely trying to sprint to the point where we can have other people using it. Cause that's sort of like, we have, we already know, like we, we have two years worth of stuff or more that we could work on, but we want to get people wow. in there as soon as possible so that, you know, then we're going to find out like, Oh, actually look, everybody really thinks this thing we thought we didn't need to do for a year. Everyone's mm -hmm. asking for that. Maybe, maybe we actually should prioritize that. And just, and just hearing other people's experience and feedback is really going to, uh, I think help a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's funny though, because we have a Trello board of all the feature ideas. And if I looked at that, we, I would say, yeah, we have so much stuff that we can build. Like we'd have, you know, a year's worth of features, whatever. Mm -hmm. But as we're working through it day to day, I feel like so if you imagine, I don't know, a mountain of like Trello cards, I feel like we're always just like working at the tip. That makes sense because mm -hmm. something will come in that's new and get added. And then that ends up being the thing that is, we're suddenly like, actually that's more important than all the other things. So we're always just focusing on like a really small part of the board that keeps cycling in and out, like new stuff. Oh, let's do that. New stuff. Let's do that. So I guess when you were saying like, oh, we've got so much stuff to build. And to your point as well, like it is so important to get it out quickly because you might end up in a situation like we are where we had all this stuff that we thought we were going to do. But in reality, we're kind of just really just at the surface of the board, like because new stuff comes in that just is better. It's like way better <laughs> right. than the yeah, other stuff. Yeah. And we're like, well, this makes more sense. Like that other stuff keeps getting pushed down and rightly so. Mm -hmm. But we only knew that when we got started because of that feedback loop. Yeah, yeah, there's kind of like, I know some people will take like, when that happens, when they're kind of Trello board, the inbox gets out of control, they'll just take like a lot of it and throw it to a different board that's like an icebox or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what, and then you just ignore the icebox for forever. <laughs> I think, I think it was J Jason Freed uh, that talked about like, they just, they don't have an icebox at all. They just like, oh. they get rid of all those ideas and they're basically with the mindset of like, if the idea is good, it'll come up again and when we can work on it. Oh, so rather than just having this big list mm. of things they want to get to, they're just like, here's what we're doing right now. We're going to work on that right now. And once this like cycle is done and we finish that, we'll know what to do next because it'll be obvious. That is kind of what's happening with us unintentionally, I think. Like we yeah. don't purposely go, we don't have an icebox. Like, but that is exactly what I was trying to describe. Like, you know what's going to come up next because if it's really important, it will keep coming up. You can't forget about it. Right, yeah. So we've been trying to do, you know, we do like a quarterly review and we'll go through the Trello board and we'll go, is this, is this still important? And if not, we, we do kind of, I guess, icebox it in a way. Like we'll just move it to another column like a, for later, I guess that is kind of an icebox. Yeah. But we, we do a review once a quarter, but I kind of like what you're saying, like what Jason's doing just naturally. Yeah. It'll come up again if, if it's really important. It's right. true. Like people will ask for it. And I do this within a feature as well. Sometimes I get stuck. Like I have more and more stuff I want to add to the feature and you, you have to draw the line. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So for a particular feature, I have one Trello card. And I do a checklist within that and I outline kind of really roughly what I need to do. I don't get super specific because I just, I kind of just do it on the fly as well. So I'll just do roughly like, you know, just don't forget these key things. You know, it's a paid feature. Just don't forget to make it a 
a paid feature like at the end. So <laughs> right. I, I put like the key things in and then I just kind of just do it. But always towards the end, there's scope creep and I'm like, mm. oh, what if I could do this? What if I do that? And then I started creating a new checklist. So still within the same card, like the main checklist, the must-haves. And then I have another checklist underneath that that says later. Kind of like stretch goals? I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the funny thing is, so I'll move stuff to later as I'm going. I'm like, no, no, we've got to launch. This is not a must-have. This is later. But the really funny thing is once we launch, I never come back to later. <laughs> never. Right, yeah. And then I always, I always say to myself like, See, it wasn't that important. You don't even want to do it now. So, but in the moment, I'm like, I want to do it. You kind of just got to give yourself the breathing space. It's wild because I have that same experience. And it's not even like, oh, I really want to do this. Like in the moment, you're like, we have to do it. We can't launch without this part. Yeah. Like this part is so key to the whole thing. But then if you do, if you just launch without it, then you're like, eh, it doesn't really need that. It's mm. so, I, I found that time and time again. That was, that's kind of been my evolution of like kind of understanding because when I at the company I've been at the same company for my full-time job for like uh, over eight years now and when I started there I very much was like you can't launch without this part of it like this part is so key we have to do that and I had a PM that was like well, well just launch it right now we're gonna do it and then we'll see what happens then we can add that stuff later and yeah I had the same experience like not just like some of the time most of the time it's like every single time we would launch it and I'd look back at that list and it's like, ah, we don't really need that. It's fine as it is. And maybe someday we'll come back to that stuff. But it doesn't feel that whole like the energy or urgency of like thinking that it's so important. It just like dissipates once the features out in the wild. Mm. And then you kind of like, yeah, it doesn't really need that after all. It's so it's so weird. It so consistently happens that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's so weird. I guess you... I guess we have to just give ourselves the space mm-hmm. to not just act like in that very moment. And all it takes is a few days. And then I'm like, oh, no, we don't really don't really need that. Or, or the excitement's gone. It's like, meh. Yeah, it's the whole like MVP, you know, minimum viable product. Like it's so I, I really try to embrace that, which can be hard sometimes. But like particularly with features, like just get it out there and then see how people are going to use it and mm-hmm. see because there's so... You know, it's the idea of like, we'll never know as little about it than we do right now. Like all that's going to happen going forward from here is we're going to learn more about how people use this feature. If we, if it makes sense, we can add this other stuff later, but just yeah. get it out there. Stop, stop trying to put every possible, like, I get into this mindset and I sound like I'm like preaching down to people. I do the same thing still every time. Like, I feel yeah, like same. I'm in that mindset. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of every possible angle or scenario and try to solve all of them so that when I release it, it's just like perfect. And that's mm. just not the reality. Like most of the time, those scenarios I'm trying to solve for are just never going to happen anyway. Mm. And I just don't have the awareness yet because I haven't seen people using the feature to know that that scenario isn't actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And another scenario might happen that you didn't think of. Right. And that will only surface when lots and lots of people are using it. We had another thing where like with this random task feature, you know how I said it sort of hides the task and you see like a pattern. Yeah, covers, yeah. It basically covers the tasks. You don't know which one it's going to be picking. We got this, we've got this kind of zigzag pattern on it and it's colored. But when I first did it, I liked it. But, but the person I was um, working with, she said, oh, it feels kind of like sh- sharp because it's a zigzag. It kind of 
maybe we need it more wavy or like maybe mm. we do dots. And then we kind of went down a little rabbit hole of like what kind of pattern could we put on there? But in, in reality, like after a while we were both like, you know what, the zigzag's kind of grown on us and we, we kind of <laughs> like it now. And right. in the future we do have a little note saying add more patterns it wasn't important for the launch. Like having more yeah. patterns is not going to make or break this. It wasn't as if the pattern was so horrible you don't want to look at it. Right, right. Because that is an issue. Yeah. But it was more that could it be better? And that that incremental like could it be better would have made zero difference. You, what you should do when you do add more pa- more patterns, you should make them like unlocks. Like maybe you complete all your oh, tasks yeah. and then you get a little, hey, you just unlocked a new pattern. Yeah. That would be yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Be or really there's, cool. you could even do. Um, do you know that the old? It's an old task app called Clear. So it's a, it's like the orange orange oh, pattern. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like really simple. It's got a great vibe. So they're doing. They have a new version coming out, um, which I guess is so, it's sort of competition to you, but yours is so much about timers. That yeah, it's kind of yeah. different. But one thing that they've been doing, they've been doing all these custom icons. And they have it so they'll announce one and like show a custom app icon and then say like save this image and then when the app comes out, you'll be able to like scan the QR code in this image to unlock this icon within the Clear app, which is really clever kind of marketing sort of thing. But yeah, I think that would be really fun if you did add patterns to make it sort of like this unlockable thing. So you end up with like a library. It always feels special when you're like, oh, I did something that... Who know I did seven tasks in a day and I didn't even know that was going to unlock this like this this different thing within the app. That would be pretty That's fun. That's super cool and that really fits with the brand of yeah. you know fun and I like the scanning thing like because okay we were kind of running out of time but maybe this is a future <laughs> topic but I really like things that connect the physical world and the digital world. Mm-hmm. So like even mm-hmm. something like a QR code which I don't know I feel like QR codes were like, they came in and then like they sort of went out and like they're sort of a little bit more in again because of COVID. But I really feel like there's an opportunity to use something like that to connect the, the, the real world, like physical world mm-hmm. with the digital. And like that would be a really cool experience. Like can we do something like that with Llama Life? Don't know. Yeah, you kind of just got me thinking. And, and I yeah, haven't, yeah. you know, I haven't um, looked at the Clear app for a really long time. I, I, I remember downloading it when it came out. Like this is maybe I want to say like ten years ago. I feel like it was yeah, one I of think, the first I think they apps. St- they like they kind of stalled out. So they oh, okay. they they were out. They were big, and then they kind of I, I think they basically kind of stopped dev and disappeared for a while. And then just recently, they've been like beta testing a new version, and then like got really you know started talking about it a lot on social media and stuff. Hmm. So I think they're kind of like revitalizing, oh, yeah. trying to find that energy again. I like it. Um, oh, wait, what's this? They've got something called Roulette. Is that a different app or a different, or is that a random feature? Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't Let's know. Through sites. Yeah, have a look at it. I mean, look, there's room for like so many to-do list apps. Like, oh, yeah, totally. As we've seen, right, you know, every, they all have something. Well, actually, I was going to say they all have something unique. That's not true. There's just too many of them. But if they have something unique, then that's Those are the great. ones that stand out. They're the ones that yeah. stand out. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the carrot weather app earlier, and that's the same thing, right? Like it's a weather app. There's so many of them, but that that app carrot it stands out because it's got a very unique angle of snarkiness, mm-hmm. and you know it it makes comments to you about the weather in a snarky tone, and 
sometimes a little rude as well, but that's, that's the brand. Like that's why you're using it. It was just enough for it to be interesting to last. Cause when it came out, it was a pretty simple app. Now it's probably one of the most advanced weather apps there is. There's so much customization to it, mm. but it, that all happened because it had that little, that little snarky bit to it made it interesting. And so enough people supported it by, you know, buying it that mm-hmm. it sort of empowered it to become this really powerful app, which is uh, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should wrap up. So uh, anything that you have as a uh, target goal for this uh, next week or what uh, intention that, that was our word we're going to go with. Intention for this week. Um, I could say it now, but we just made an offer to someone to join the team. So this would be a third person to join the team on a part-time basis um, to help with customer support. Mm-hmm. So she'll be starting in a couple of weeks, but next week we probably will be focusing on like onboarding to make sure that she's got everything she needs. So that'll be a focus. We are also doing a review next week. It's a little early for Q2 review, but we thought, you know, a lot of stuff's happened. So we're going to go and spend a day just kind of reviewing all the stuff we've done and kind of doing a bit of planning. Um, so that kind of be next week. And then we've got some, we've got a feature that we're going to release too. It's more a incremental update on colors. So that'll be next week. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, me, it is actually my birthday weekend. So it's Memorial Day. I don't know if that's, is that just a U.S. holiday? Yeah. It's um, we, we have our equivalent, like okay, uh, it's yeah. called Anzac Day in Australia. Got but, it. But okay. similar, yeah. 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 So we have, so that makes it a three-day weekend. And then my birthday is on Tuesday. So I'm taking that day off as well. So I'm going to have a nice long four-day weekend, which I'll probably be working on the app I was mentioning. I'll probably be putting some time into that. And other than that, probably hopefully relaxing a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That so sounds good. that's pretty much my weekend. All right. Well, I'll catch you next week then. Sounds good. See ya.